Welcome to Preston's Super Show. News, sports, and a whole lot more. It's the Super Show, baby. Warning. This show contains material that is only suited for patriotic audiences and people who have a backbone. If you like God, guns, and glory, you're listening to the right show. Sit back or carry on and enjoy Preston's Super Show. Preston Super Show Bowl Extravaganza. Three bowl games today. Yesterday we had five. One got canceled. Ended up with four. It was very disappointing that game got canceled. Uh, literally like before um, the kickoff. Like this shit's unheard of. So let me get this first game going for you. Uh, and this will be a rapid fire episode. We don't have tons of time. You know, I wanted to be fresh for the show. I don't want to be, you know, boring and tired and bleh. No. Be awake. Fresh. Feeling good. And now we know that they can't find anybody to play the Wolfpack. So the game's off. Can't find anybody to play them. So that bowl went by the wayside. Gone by the wayside. But you get Maryland versus Virginia Tech. And let me tell you why the wrong team's favorited. Virginia Tech has had a rocky season. Okay. And they're not like a star team, like a stellar team. But what they have been able to show me is that they'll score points and they'll play a team close. Um, Another thing I like about them is their, their quarterback. Uh, Burmeister. Now, the thing about Burmeister is that he's had a weird college career where statistically it's been good, but overall he hasn't had the big wins. He hasn't had those gigantic wins. Now, Maryland's going to bring it to this Virginia Tech team. This is going to be a close game. That's why I like Virginia Tech on the spread at plus four. It's going to be hard for Maryland to really run away with this. Um, In the series that these two teams have ever played, Maryland and Virginia Tech have almost split it. 16 and 15. Maryland leading that series. Um, Whoever wins becomes... uh, Leaves this season with a winning record. Takes that in the next year. Because both teams are 6 and 6. Uh, Maryland's quarterback is Tua Tugavailoa's brother, Talia Tugavailoa, and um, still haven't seen a ton on him. Now, you have the injuries that are very important here um, that it's good to look over, kind of pay attention to who's not going to make this game. So when we see the injury report, unfortunately, Burmeister, the quarterback for Virginia Tech, he's out, man. And um, they also have a tight end out. 
uh, a linebacker out, uh, and two wide receivers out, Lofton and Pay out. Now, they're questionable, um, but we haven't got an update on them. Now, Maryland doesn't have any injuries, but let me tell you about uh, what Virginia Tech is going to be like without that quarterback. They haven't scorched teams through the air um, without uh, with Burmeister. Without Burmeister, brings up an interesting scenario at Yankee Stadium. So you're getting a bowl game on a baseball field, number one. So it's not your normal, typical game. Um, this is on Yankee Stadium. And you have... In this pinstripe bowl, which is usually always a good bowl, the total at 55. For me, that's a solid under in this game. There's just not enough offensive firepower. And these teams haven't seen each other in eight years. So these programs haven't even met in eight years since Maryland jumped uh, out of the ACC. They don't have Burmeister listed as out on the score app, but on... um, Covers.com, they have them listed as out for today's game. So let's go a little, a little bit deeper dive here. Yeah, they need to do a better job of listing that on the score app because uh, Burmeister's entered the transfer portal, so he's not going to be playing. So they got a, a guy here who's about to get his, you know, earnest stripes here. So I'm still liking Virginia Tech plus four. Um, I think the under is the best bet because I think you have a lot of offensive firepower that's just not in this game not gonna play and uh there's nothing wrong with rooting for an under you some people will be like don't bet an under you can't watch the game yes you can you can root for the defense um you can root for funny things to happen on offense where they fumble the ball throw interceptions you know you can be rooting and watching the game just as much just as fun and having just as much fun as over betters there's nothing wrong with betting unders. If it wins, it wins. And let me tell you something. Virginia Tech is 4-8 and eight at the under. Maryland is 7-5 at the over. That still makes me like the under. He's got two teams who don't cover the spread well. Neither one of them have a winning record at the spread. So, yes, I like Virginia Tech on the spread because I think Maryland's just not that great of a team. Their defense gives up a boatload of, of yards. Uh, through the air, 258 to be exact. And Virginia Tech still has their number one receiver and their number one running back. So I'm, you know, and we've seen that with um, Texas Tech last night. Backup quarterback, no problem. They went on a win. So tonight, uh, you know, I'm liking Virginia Tech in this game. And I, I think they, uh, I think we get a fun game. But I don't think there's a lot of points. I think it's under 55. And let's kind of walk this back. Uh, Maryland, in in this Virginia Tech game, Virginia Tech opened as a favorite. After all this news, uh, Maryland became uh, the favorite uh, right before kickoff here. So I I still like Virginia Tech. I think everybody got scared. But the best bet's the under. Okay, I'm going to throw that out to you. Really just talking about the spread and the winner here. Virginia Tech to win. Virginia Tech to cover the spread. Um... You know, on ESPN's Capital One Bowl Mania Contest, they don't update the spread. Whatever it started at, whatever it opened at, is what they keep it at. So, I'm taking Virginia Tech minus two and a half on Capital One Bowl Mania in the contest. 
But on the betting line, when you actually go to place money, you're going to be getting four and a half on Virginia Tech plus four and a half. So I'm cool with that uh, because I think that they do win this game. Um, and that's good odds. And yes, the money line plus 165 is great. But why not take a couple of points and sure this thing up and, and enjoy it? You know what I mean? Don't be sweating. And then you have the under, which I absolutely love in this game. So really, three ways you can go about it. Two ways, surefire. One way I love. Um, so that's how we sum that bowl game up. I mean, Maryland, they can move the ball. They can move the ball well. But Virginia Tech is has a decent defense, and they got a couple guys uh, ready to go to the pros. So you're going to see that. They got a cornerback back there who's going to come up and make some big plays. Uh, they got some linebackers that get after it and can move uh, east and west on the field really fast, which is hard to do, um, which is what Maryland will try to get this team doing. <clears throat> now, we got the Cheez-Its Bowl. Clemson versus Iowa State. Clemson 9-3. and three. Iowa State 7-5 and five on the year. Clemson's ranked number 19. Uh, came in and opened up as underdogs, plus one and a half. Iowa State minus one and a half favorite. Very good game, very interesting game. Um, Clemson looking to put a stamp on the end of this year. Um, Iowa State kind of looking to, to salvage this year. They have a winning record still, but they're still looking to salvage this year. Um, let's see, you have the money line. Uh, Clemson favorited minus 125. A total set of 44.5. Very low total. It's because of Iowa State's defense, Clemson's defense. They don't give up a lot. You would be happy taking that 44.5 under. So I like the under there. Uh, should be good weather here. Camping World Stadium. This is always a good bowl game too. Um, you know, I like Clemson to win. Uh, Iowa State is just too rocky for me. Uh, it's been hard to kind of follow along with them this year. Um, they got their best running back out. Now on Clemson's side, they have a ton of a ton of guys out. I mean, they've they're they're literally missing uh, star player in every category. What they still have is a cohesive unit on their defensive side of the ball. They're still going to come out and compete. Um, Iowa State, you know, God bless them. Uh, this is not a home game. If it was a home game for them, I'd like them. Their crowd will probably travel pretty well, but so does Clemson. And uh, Dabo Sweeney has his team ready to play. Uh, I can tell you that much. This is not where Clemson wanted to be, but this is the momentum that they're trying to build going into next year and ultimately put something together where they can recruit a lot better talent because recruiting never stops. Um, so good weather game here. Uh, I'm going to take Clemson. They're still, uh, they've moved from plus one and a half to minus one and a half. I would say don't mess around with that because I like them at plus one and a half and minus one and a half. Um, it's fine, but the, the values, you lost value. Now, the total's where you want to be, under 44 and a half. And if you don't mind coughing up a little bit more juice, Clemson money line is the safest bet, minus 125. So if you don't mind coughing that up, that's your bet right there. What's going to happen is Iowa State will hang around close. I'm cool with an Iowa State first half bet on the spread to keep this thing close if you can get a point or two. Um and buy up for it because I do think the first half is going to be slow. I don't think a lot of scoring happens. Maybe a touchdown or so, but it's evened out. It'll be later in this game when Iowa State's defense is forced on the field so much. 
that Clemson is able to move the ball and kind of do what they want to do here. And Iowa State's going to have a big, big problem without their top running back, uh, Bryce Hall. So not good for them. Um, and Brees Hall, you know, hope he gets better because he's a great player. But, and Clemson, like I said, they have a ton of injuries, just a ton. But you could tell it's not the same. They just have so much talent compared to this Iowa State team. No, no, no knock on them. It's just that they, Clemson is just a more talented team. They're the more put-together team. Um, you could look at the, the money coming in and see 59% of the public's on, on uh, Clemson to cover that minus one and a half. Um, so it's very unique that... Uh, so many people are just blindly backing Clemson. Uh, but this is an under game if I've ever seen one. And uh, Clemson's defense is going to keep him in this thing the whole time. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Sounds good, right? There are a lot of places you can host your podcast. Those other podcast hosting sites love to make you pay thinking they're doing you a favor. Not at Anchor. Folks, this is free. None of Anchor's competitors make distribution and monetization as seamless as Anchor does. I predict Anchor to be the face of podcasting in the next five years. If you're an experienced podcaster or a newcomer, doesn't make a difference. Get your show on Anchor today. Download the free Anchor app, or go to anchor.fm to get started. Again, download the free Anchor app, or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now we'll go to our next game. This will be our last game of the day, actually. Oregon versus Oklahoma. And the Ducks take on the Boomer Sooners on a neutral site. And you're really going to like this game because you're getting the the best of both worlds from these conferences. You're getting a high-flying Pac-12 Oregon team and a pretty much same similar setup there in Oklahoma. A team that likes to sling it, likes to fly around, likes to put up a lot of points. These are two defenses. They're not going to stop much. Uh, we know they have have some good players on both sides, um, and, and that is good. But ultimately, that's really not going to change the price of potatoes, folks. Um, this game is Oklahoma's game to lose. Where Oregon is a, a juicy underdog at plus seven, uh, opened at plus six and a half, and it's moved away from them a little bit. Going to be good weather, late game, 8-15. Um, so that benefits, you know, Oregon a little bit more, but, uh, the total at 63, I like the over, it's a lot of points, but I like the over, um, Oklahoma favorite at minus 280, just a big favorite against a smaller school. Um, and Oregon's not that small of a school either, you know, but they have so many injuries, man. Um, their injury, their injury sheet is long. 
You know, they have an offensive lineman, a cornerback, and a safety all out recently. On Oklahoma's side, I mean, you can look at it the same way. They got a couple receivers coming in questionable, and they've just had been banged up at that position. Um, so, as far as the spread goes, we know Oklahoma's just a better team. Um, the 10-3 and record for Oregon is a little bit of fluff. The win over Ohio State, yeah, but the Ohio State... They didn't. They just weren't the same team in that game. And Oklahoma, ten and two, they just didn't have the year they wanted to have. But they had a great record and they had a good run at it. Uh, but they could not get over Oklahoma State. They did beat Iowa State. They couldn't get over Baylor. But they did, you know, pounce on Texas Tech and Kansas towards the end of the year. Um, Oregon, they just got dumped on by Utah. They couldn't do anything. And before that, they got beat by Utah again. So Utah's their kryptonite. Uh, they couldn't beat Oregon State, who's not even ranked. Um, they lost a. Uh, they beat Washington, or no, they beat Oregon State, beat Washington, and beat Washington State. So they're doing good beating up on those teams out out there in the in the Northwest. But as soon as they start traveling, they it falls apart. And uh, Kennedy Brooks, with a, a thousand yard season rushing the ball, is going to have a dominant game. Caleb Williams is a special athlete, a great player. He's going to be leading this team for Oklahoma Sooners. Look at the Oregon, this Oregon team. Um, their quarterback, Anthony Brown, he's going to get himself in a lot of trouble, folks. He throws a lot of questionable passes. He's got a 15 touchdown, eight interception ratio. That's not good. Um, Travis Dye, their running back, has a thousand yard season. He, they, they really need Travis Dye in this game. Uh, they can't win without Travis Dye having a good game. Um, I like Oregon to win. I like Oregon to cover the spread minus six and a half. I, I, my, that's what it opened at. That's what the Capital Bowl Mania has. I'd play minus seven. A touchdown sounds good to me. I don't have a problem with it. And I like the over. This is the over game of the day. Um, and I think that you'll enjoy it all the way through for the last game of the day. You'll get a good one. This will be a good one. But in that second half, it's kind of that same thing. Oklahoma's going to take this game. And uh, we should get a very exciting one. Because both these teams are known to sling the football around, are known to uh, score a lot of points. So, ladies and gentlemen, that is the end of the college football bowl extravaganza three-game special. Right before lock for the first game. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you liked it. And until next time, ladies and gentlemen, just like the hands of time, I'm turning it over to you. Good night and best of luck, everyone.